Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I am Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have two extra special returning guests. You know them as the Culture Kings. They are Edgar Montplazier and Jackie Sneal. Woo! Yay! Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. How are you? How Good. are you? Thank, Thank you guys so much, so much for having us. We we love you guys. We loved your the episodes you guys did separately, and now we're excited to have you back together. <laughs> what a fun time! I just want to say that you know it's not because of a pandemic or anything, but uh, you you didn't take us to a game, and I'm gonna say it's because Edgar's here that you didn't take <laughs> us to a basketball game. You didn't take us to the bubble. <laughs> I'll take the blame. It's 100% my fault, but Jaquise and I both said we're very down. We, we, we canceled all of our life obligations. <laughs> we're like, let's go to Orlando. You know what? We yeah. contacted Adam Silver and he, he just would not let us in. We just Damn. kept begging and begging and he just was like, no, can't do. Yeah, I think, and- you know, la- the last time... Jaquise was on, we went to a Clippers game and it sounds like maybe we spoiled you a little bit because it doesn't happen yeah. to all of our guests. Because I didn't go to no fucking game. Right <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. And rewatch a game I had already seen. Or no, we, it was, we were watching it live. We were watching, no, it was a taped game. And we watched it and I was like, oh, I have to watch the fucking Raptors destroy the Warriors and we'll go talk about it. So I don't know what you're talking about, Jaquise. That's not the life that I live. That's the life that I lived, and I'm just saying it's because I'm special. It's the reason. It's the reason. We set the I bar too live. high. We set the bar I too promise high. Okay. as soon as we can go back to games, I promise we will take you to a game, Edgar. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me because I had Clippers half season tickets worst seats ever like literally the back where I, if i blew my head back i'd be hitting the stable center wall i didn't go once. i didn't go once you didn't go once that. no oh my god that sucks i sold all of them <laughs> did you at least make a little money i made some money i didn't make money to not go once <laughs> <laughs> Did you get did you get offered the virtual seats or anything yeah, for the playoffs? I did. I did. They said oh. you can either get the virtual seats or we can give you a gift. And I said, give me my motherfucking gift. I'm not <laughs> I'm not no. And I know the What is the gift? Now. Well, Paul Shear tweeted and it was like it looks like popcorn and some t shirts. I think that's better than sitting and having my goofy ass face. While you Wait, know Montez Harold is shooting free throws, <laughs> you would I rather mean, you would rather get popcorn than and be in a t-shirt. once in a lifetime experience. I'm you on can... Edgar's side. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't want my face popcorn like fucking cheap. eating my nachos like on the jumbotron <laughs> sure as dope. like. You can be sitting be next cool. to you can be sitting next to like Steph Curry right now and yeah, sure yeah. Sure but that why, popcorn that, probably nasty. But yeah, you could be little, you could be next to Lil Wayne while he's getting high. Like you, you'd be in an iconic moment. Yeah, I knew Lil Wayne was high when they they said his <laughs> name and he bowed, and I was like, oh, <laughs> tripping hard. <laughs> he thought he was there. He, he was, like <laughs> he in the nice. arena. <laughs> he just bowed to everybody. Um, no, nah, look, I understand that. Here's why I know that these virtual seats are bullshit is because you're supposed to like do it through Mitchell of Ultra and get on a list, yet somehow the entire Curry family's at the game today. So that just shows me that these seats are bullshit. It's yeah. like that. Jaquise and I were at iHeartRadio, and we would record a studio. We, we would, like, reserve a studio 
a month in advance. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, hey, yo, sorry. Will Ferrell and his friend want to fuck around. And <laughs> we're going to bump you guys from this studio. It feels like that. We're just like, who do they displace? What season right, ticket right. holder do they displace so that Steph Some Curry's nobody can check yeah. their phone during the game the whole time? Yeah, it was like, the entire Curry. It was the entire Curry family too. They took yeah. up like yes. spots, <laughs> and they didn't even put them together. They had them scattered and shit. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'm not gonna lie and say that I don't get it. You know, like if we had, you know, a couple of guests, and you know, Kevin Durant said, "Yo." I got to I want to record, <laughs> but only at this time that you recorded with another guest. That other guest going to just have to deal with it. Oh, well, <laughs> just have to deal with it. So I, I get it. I bumped the keys. I'd be like, hey, yo, the keys, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, my podcast. I'm like, I understand. <laughs> no, I understand. I would understand. <laughs> if Kevin Durant came to you and said, I want to be a host of your podcast. Yeah, you I would, would give it to him. I wouldn't yeah. actually, I'm going to be real honest. I'm not taking Kevin Durant as a, a host over Jaquise. That's, no. <laughs> you can't I be would. good at everything. You would That's take okay. Kevin yeah. over me? Nah, I mean, you know, depending he's on, on what he could give me. Probably. I've seen the boardroom. I've seen the boardroom. He's yeah, no good. offense, Katie, but he's not as funny as Jaquise, right? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Jaquise is, is on the Mount Rushmore of host. That's a lie. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. a bold lie, but thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> the niceness you guys are giving me. Uh, have we derailed your podcast enough? I, I we enough? apologize. No. We're, we're just this getting is what started. we want. <laughs> we're just yeah. getting started. We're not going to let you guys we get to we, segment. We, like, we do have rails, but we let the train like hop off the rails every <laughs> once in a while. So okay. <laughs> just go freestyle. You know, I hope you know that that's murder that you're talking about. Is that when trains <laughs> go off the rail, they kill yeah. people. Yeah, it's like do. a fun. It's like a Disneyland version of uh, yeah, still a train ride. Children, that, yeah, children yeah. It's that, that those. Trust me, Amazing. I've been on those Disneyland railroads. That could kill a lot of people for sure. People just be see that that would kill more people because people don't just watch trains in everyday life, but people would be watching the trains at Disney. So yeah. they would get crushed. We we just hop off, go down Main Street for a little bit, <laughs> knocking kids eating ice cream off the side. It's great. Get churros, yeah. I've yeah, never been to Disneyland. Oh man, what? I've never been to Disneyland. You've never I've been, been? To Disney World, but I've never been oh, to Disneyland. Wow. But I went to Disney World when I was eighteen. I told you this already. I went to Disney World when I was eighteen. I said I don't like it. My parents are <laughs> taking me here sooner. That's exactly what I said. I was like 13, I think. And I was like, I'm too old for this shit. 13? That's the <laughs> <Yeah>. perfect age. <laughs> no. I felt too old. I felt too old at Disney I think, World. I was very mature. I think teen years are the worst age to be taken to Disney oh, World because okay. you are inherently going to be like, I'm too old for it. Because you're like in the part yeah. of your life where you are saying like, I want to be grown. And right. Disney yeah. represents like childhood. childhood. So I think exactly. like unless you're a kid, skip like ages nine to fucking twenty and only go as an adult. <laughs> like when you when you yeah. actually appreciate like having a day where you don't have to be a fucking like adult and shit. Yeah. I and I like Disneyland just because it's less pressure. It's like you can just go there for part of a day and you're like fine disney world's like you gotta take a week-long trip there or something it's like yes a major it, yeah. attraction yeah wow. and everybody and everybody's feeling the magic a little bit too hard like i saw this nigga brooming one time like it was some mess on the floor and he was brooming and then i was just like oh that's a janitor that's regular and then he flipped over the dustpan and pulled out some drumsticks from his pocket 
and started drumming on the dustpan and rapping. And I was like, yo, no. Like, At Disney World? Up. What? Yeah, I said, just, and he said, give me a word. I'll freestyle about everything. And I said, I don't need magic in everything, nigga. I hate to, I hate to like, I hate to bust your bubble, but that nigga did not work for Disney. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that was, that was just a random, random person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like, everybody, everybody at Disney World has some stick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just get an ice cream and be like, here's an ice cream, but we're going to put some magic on it. It's like, I just want my ice cream cone. Like, <laughs> it's true. I do feel like they're always like in character, depending yeah. on what land they're working in or whatever. Yes. We yeah. call that dedication over here. <laughs> Committing, Edgar. <laughs> this nigga kind of just clean up the mess instead of trying to be like, let me impress y'all with my food power. I think that mess was staged. That was just like a whole. You walked into like you know theater essentially. That's true. That's true. So on uh, on Culture Kings, you guys recently had Kenny the Jet Smith, which was so much fun. What was that like? You know. Uh, Go, Go for it, Jaquise. All, all you. Neither I've of you never... should just answer. You just like stay silent. <laughs> Ooh, is there yeah, drama? Next, next question. Uh, no, Kenny was, was an amazing guest. I've never, we've never had a guest on our show that was doing so many things while being on our show. Like the amount of times he left to like, our, and like, okay, here's the thing: if like we're all recording in Corona, right? There's all these things happening, but Kenny never stopped recording. He was always like, no, nah, we're going to do it. Like, I got to answer the door, but we're going to still do it. He would take his laptop and <laughs> run to the door and still be answering our question while he's like opening the door and doing yeah. all this stuff. Was like, it was dope. He took us on like a tour of his house. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, we saw so much of his house on that recording. It was it was cool, man. At, you know, like a couple other shows, I think. I think he did like two other shows. Hollywood on, Handbook, yeah. Yeah. But yeah 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 but like our show he he didn't give us a time frame he just like until we were ready to stop he he was vibing with us it was it was a cool ass vibe uh it was it was dope and i mean he's a legend he's a legend in the game he's a legend so i i appreciated it it was and it's cool to see him on inside the nba now and be like, oh, we interviewed that nigga. Like, we he yes. was on our show. Like, that's yes. really, it's really dope. It's you were dope, in really. his house. We was, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, we were in his house. Bro, we were deep in that nigga's house. We were like, <laughs> and like, to Jaquise's point, he was like telling us, like, we would ask him questions and be like, I don't know if he's going to answer this. And he would just be like, not only would he answer it, he would tell us a bunch of shit, like, about him. And all. like, I remember the next question, he was like, let me tell you what really happened yeah. that day when... <laughs> We found out that OJ was driving in the Bronco. Like he was like telling us like all this. It was just so. It, he it showed us like, like that picture that he said nobody has seen. Oh, uh, right. The picture yeah. with him and his daughter that was kind of based off of Kobe and Gigi, and oh, right. uh, which was really dope. And then he, uh, I, I honestly, I, I'm assuming all this got left in the edit. I don't listen to the show after we record, but no, uh, <laughs> so I'm assuming you all heard this <laughs> or whoever listened to it heard it. But also the uh, when we would ask the question like toward the end we were having a little fun and he came back with one for us so it was dope it was a he vibed he vibed hard it was it was he, dope to he, have he definitely vibed hard it was a, it, it was a first time where i was like man i wish not the first time but this was one where i definitely was like i wish we could record our podcast like visually because it was also such a visual experience mm-hmm. like 
he was always like sprint. Like anytime he had to go through the house, he would he would sprint. Like just like how he does on the show, he would be sprinting through the house. And I was like, I wish we could like show people the energy that this man has all the time. His setup was like him, and then it was a piano behind him, and on the piano was three Emmys. <laughs> and we're like, come on, bro! Like <laughs> showing him off. You definitely yeah. you don't keep those Emmys on the piano. You definitely were like I'm gonna put these Emmys here. The best part, honestly, the best part is before the record starts. So, you know, it's COVID time. You guys know how this goes. Everybody, well, depending on how your setup is remotely, everybody generally records themselves or has headphones in or anything like that. And so our producer, uh, shout out Matt Apodaca, our producer, like, like he does with everybody. He's like, all right, so Kenny, um, do you know, can you like record or, you know, basically just asking him to do with every other guest. He was like, oh, no, I'm good. And we was just like, all right, cool. He good. So the nigga didn't record himself. He didn't put headphones in. Uh, we could hear the echo. I, like I said, I don't know how the edit sounded, but the echo was strong as hell uh, all throughout the recording. It was just, it was such an experience. Uh, that was he just so didn't cool want to have. figure it out. He was like, no. Yeah, I mean, and we weren't going to ask him. We, we weren't going to ask him. <laughs> Yeah, when I, you have a good guess, it's like you kind of just have to let them do whatever they're gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. It was fun. It was it was cool to to have them. Now I want to have Shaq or or Chuck. Oh my, oh my god, god. I would to. love. Oh, I would love to have Shaq on this show so I could get him to commit to carrying me like a baby, like I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, if you yeah, guys have Shaq on the show, can you just like give us like just put in a good word for yeah. us and just say like oh, 100%. 100%. we're not we're pretty small. Like he could carry us. It wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> oh yeah. Carry, Do you guys remember carry, the yeah. last time we saw each other? Yes. What? On Thanksgiving. Oh on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Oh my God! Yes, well, we I saw you so guys fun. after that. I saw you guys after that. I was not invited to the Thanksgiving. It was it was random. Because we we just saw we saw him we went on to the see, street. We Knives went to out. see Knives Out uh, in Los Feliz, and then we uh, just were walking down the street and happened to run into Edgar. And it was funny because we were like, "Hey!" But we all it was raining and stuff, so we all had like hoods up, and. It, you, it was very clear you, you did, did not, not know who us. we were. No, I did not. I'm going I'm to admit it fully. I was like, who the fuck is talking to me right now? And that's why I felt very bad. And when I recognized it was y'all, I was like, do y'all want to come inside? And we all just went inside and we were like, all right, we're going to go eat some spaghetti that we made. And I said, all right, cool, bye. And that was our Thanksgiving. That was, <laughs> oh, yeah, because Anna, Anna used I to was, live right there, right around. Yeah, yeah. The it was fun. Right. We just, yeah, we just went, we went inside, uh, hung out, and it was awesome. And then we went and we made spaghetti. That was our plan for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was our Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yeah, spaghetti. Uh, I made garlic toast. And uh, then we watched the full first season of The Americans. Oh, wow. No, it was The Politician. Oh, The Politician. Sorry. Oh, very good. How how long yeah, is that show? Yeah. You watched the whole first season in a day? It was it took a long time to watch it all. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it was like twelve episodes. Damn. 12 one hour episodes. You watched I'm them before you went hour, to sleep? But... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we, we we watched them all and yeah, it was a perfect Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's it was... what family that's what Thanksgiving's all about. Like I think we ate dinner as you often do for Thanksgiving. I think we ate dinner at like 4 p.m. or like 3 p.m. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just this massive mound of spaghetti and like a ton of extra garlicky garlic bread. It was honestly the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. It was great. That's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, I saw you guys. I saw you guys more recent than that. Probably less than a month, if that. Maybe like two or three weeks before the season stopped. Because uh, you guys came, Edgar wasn't there, but you guys came and did that uh, the mid-season right, right. NBA uh, right. thing for Culture Kings. And oh, yeah. little did we know. <laughs> little did we know we that no the idea. season would still be going on <laughs> in basically September. Jesus. That's so crazy. Oh my God. Oh my, that, oh my honestly, God. that feels like a million years ago that we saw it. It really does. Jackies. Was that like January? It must have been around January. January? It probably feels sooner that you saw Edgar than you saw me. Just because, yeah. <laughs> because like this year, <laughs> shit that happened at the beginning of this year, like somebody, the baby nut thing happened. And somebody put on Twitter, <laughs> like, this happened on the Super Bowl this year. And I was like, that was this fucking year? Oh, my, oh my God. God. The baby nut. That was this year. I swear that feels like it was three years ago. Yeah. Or Kim Jong-un wow. almost dying. Oh, oh that God. was this year? Jesus. That was this year. <laughs> I can't Crazy. believe that. I cannot. Well, I went, we went to Disneyland, actually, at the very end of February, which seems like an insane, insane thing to do now. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. Yeah, we had we had an opportunity to go to Disneyland for free, and we took it. And then, like a week later, everyone's like, "Coronavirus is in the United States," and we're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is wild, That's wild so times. Funny. Hey, but listen, the NBA bubble is not there. It's not there, and I'm like wishing that we had that everywhere. I would oh, go totally. in the bubble. I would go in a bubble. It seems honestly like a great time. It's <laughs> place. It's yeah. like camp. Place in America. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a really more. nice summer camp. <laughs> yeah. It seems like the best part. I I would love that camp. You get all the food there for you, entertainment. Your homies are there. It's just it's the best. Yeah, I would do I'm it. I'm calling in a BS. I'm calling BS, Jaquise. You wouldn't give up sex for three months to be in an NBA bubble. Um. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I was in the NBA, chances are uh, you doing dirt in them streets, right? So, you know, in the NBA, <laughs> let me stop. Let me shut up. What uh, is uh, about to be no, said? He's got his face covered. No, I got your back, Jaquise. We have this theory about NBA players, and we've done it not on our show. We've exclusively indulged this theory only on other people's show, which is there's <laughs> not a it. single player in the NBA that doesn't cheat on their wives. Like that's not, like, a that is one. <laughs> not a single one. <laughs> not a single NBA player. Yes, even LeBron. And oh, there's a lot of there is a lot of like rumors around LeBron actually. So <laughs> if, I, if I, someone, I'm with you. If someone had like statistics, like if a scientist was like, this is a fact, like I have done the research and there's not a single NBA player that hasn't cheated on his wife, I wouldn't, I would just be like, yeah, I figured. It makes like, that would be my sense. reaction was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so I, I say that to say them niggas not, ha- not having sex. Like some of them are having sex <laughs> in, yeah. in that bubble. They just not with their significant others. Uh, and you know, I should, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, there. 
I'm <laughs> I'm not is, oh please I'm not please. having sex in the Anastasia bubble <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's been a lot longer than three months. Yeah. Uh, so I think I, I'd be fine. Well, when you get to the fir- when you get to the uh, out of the first round, Anastasia, you get to invite three people that you want to have oh sex with God. into your bubble. Yeah. So you just you haven't just been have out to- of the first round. You just have to Photoshop a photo of you and that person from three years ago to prove that you've known them. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. You got to know. You have to prove that you've known them for three oh. years. No, I just made that up. <laughs> it's no. like you, you have to prove that it's a long-standing relationship. So yes. yeah, Funny. you have to prove that you've known that person, and it, social media doesn't count. You can't be like, oh, look, we follow each other. You have to prove that you have met them in person. You can't scramble and get some like influencer to come real quick. Yeah, that's why Joel Embiid is like giving up. He's just like, what's the point? Of going to the second round? Have you seen him? He's giving up. Yeah, that's why he's I like, mean, why am I going to the second round? He's I like, I ain't got no chance of winning the finals. No. I was only going to the second round, so I can fuck. And now I can't do it. I'm out. I'm done. I'm gonna shoot threes the whole game. Man, oh, they're really they're really torpedoing. Um, they torpedoed. It's done. They're over. That's true. The That's sisters true. are officially out, people. Goodbye. R.I.P. It was a it's sad been four games series. already. Yeah. Yeah. They got swept pretty handedly. Jesus. Yeah. It was not fun to watch. I'm sorry, Celtics fans, but I like could not watch those games. Yeah. Yeah. They're whack. They yeah. Were terrible. Sixers. Sixers are. I don't know. I think they're gonna have to not blow it up, but they're gonna have to make some make some moves, make some decisions for sure. Have to shake be, it at least. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to blow it up because of some of those trash contracts, like Tobias Harris getting paid a bunch of money. Period. <laughs> um, we don't. We don't. Sorry, we don't accept any Tobias Harris slander on the show. Come on, Look, <laughs> we love him. He reads. He's an intelligent man. Yeah, but the man is not worth the money. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's an angel. And did you see his, the perfect amount of money? <laughs> did you see him fall today? He fell and hit his head. Yeah. And uh, wasn't looking good what? for a while. But then he came back and played at the end of the fourth quarter. So he's doing okay. But geez, that was a scary fall. I yeah, I saw it. He smacked his head hard, bloody, yeah. bloody as hell. It was Ow. crazy. He fell head first on the court. Poor also, guy. like at a certain point, I, like. Somebody just got to say, yo, Tobias, we down 0-3. We down right now by 12 or five minutes ago. I get it. You're a warrior. We're going to let the world know. We had to hold him back from coming in. But go sit your ass down. Like, what you coming in the game for after you smack your head that hard on the hardwood floor? You got immediate stitches. We have no chance, not only in this game, but in this series. Like, go sit down. You good. You yeah, could. take care of yourself. You yeah, could. the next season's right around the corner. I know, right? Geez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, shit. Should we get into previously on basketball? Yeah. So so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a tidy little segment called "Previously on Basketball." Previously on Yellowstone basketball. <laughs> <laughs> We've never heard of this show Yellowstone. We'll get into this later, but is it, uh, isn't it a show on the Paramount Network? It oh is on the Paramount that Network. Yeah. I've never even right, I didn't know that was a network. I watched too much I watch I watched too much shit. <laughs> 
The NBA playoffs are underway and there are so, so many basketball games. <laughs> Footage shows Alameda County Sheriff's deputy instigated scene with Raptors owner Masai Ujiri after 2019 finals win. Nick Nurse is named the NBA Coach of the Year. Timberwolves and Warriors draw first and second picks in the draft lottery. Knicks will pick eight. Why is that included? <laughs> Why is that included? <laughs> Sabrina Ionescu does not need surgery on her ankle, may return this season after all. Dana Tarasi earns text for encore arguments picked up on Mike. LeBron debuts new Toon Squad uniforms from the upcoming Space Jam sequel. Wow. It's a so lot of you're, stuff. You're upset um, about the Knicks pick, Edgar? <laughs> yeah, of course I'm upset about the Knicks pick. What do you mean, am I upset? Yeah, I'm upset about it. It's fucking... Look, I understand. I understand. It's our fault. James Dolan is a bad man who plays jazz CDs to potential free agents, which makes them sign to dumber teams. And like, I get it. I understand it. I wouldn't want to be on the Knicks either, but I've only had one dream in basketball my entire life. And that's to take my father to a championship, like uh, the Knicks playing in the NBA finals, whether they win or lose, that's all. And they are fucking it up. The Knicks not going to be alive forever. He's going to die. And I'm running out of my window. You give me the eighth pick. That person's not gonna plan out. Like I need, I need a good pick within the next two years for it right. to be my father seeing the game in the finals, where he could at least remember it. That he could at least be there because he could Yo, be eighty. Are you? Uh, do you need to talk about your father's impending health or some shit? Like your father ain't that damn young. I mean, old man. Yeah, he is. He's gonna turn seventy within the next three years. That's like, not that's, that old, dude. Bro, are you talking old black people when they get older? They decline. That's just a I mean, fact. that's true. Because I it's mean, the weight, one day, the weight of racism just snaps one day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. That's true. One day they, yeah, one day they I go mean, to sleep looking young and vibrant, and the next day they go to, they wake up and they're the crypt keeper. Like yeah, that's generally like, how it is. I'm just being honest. My grandma is very young, but she's not here, and she hasn't been here for a good ten years. So like, it's like I know the facts of it all, and I'm like, look, get me a good pick. So I can do what I have watched. So many teams like Jack Moore, very good friend. He got to take his dad to game seven of Cavs Warriors. His dad has been a Cleveland fan his entire life. That's an amazing experience. Mm, I just want the same for my dad. I got to I got to experience the Cubs winning a World Series with my family. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now give me that. (laughs) I I hope it happens for you, Edgar. I just want to say, you know, I'm glad that the Warriors finally got a break and got number two. Like, thank God. Come on. (laughs) Even as a Warriors fan, I'm like, they don't need this. (laughs) I'm I'm being sarcastic, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's hilarious. I hope you are. I think it's hilarious. You got mad at me. It's (laughs) hilarious. People are going to be so mad when the Warriors are. The best team in the NBA for the next five years again. <laughs> we all know it. They don't want that pick. They're going to fucking trade that pick. We all yeah. know it. Everyone's pretending like, oh, who are they going to pick? Nobody. Nobody because they're trading that fucking pick for somebody great. And we're going to sit here. Lord have mercy, man. This is so <laughs> a break. Just give a nigga a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been a good man. I've done good things. I help people out. I root for other teams. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, Toronto, that's great if they won. Like, you know, like, give it up for the Cavs, they won. But you won't give the Knicks a break. We got 
Well, are you, are you should, the Warriors should just give it to the Knicks. No, nah, that'll no, even it make up. Make the Knicks earn it. Make the Knicks earn it. Like every other team has had to it. earn That's it. That's how you okay. earn it. You earn it by being bad. That's how you earn it. <laughs> <laughs> We've earned it. I mean, mm. do I feel like Jimmy Dolan has to be just forced out somehow? Uh, wow. We got to get some like you know private investigators in there to find some like crazy dirt on him to like force him out. Um, Ooh, that's I, a good I idea. I him on the phone and I'm just like, hey man, <laughs> niggas are crazy, right? Just like trying to get something. Just trying to get, he, he won't bite. He's good at this shit. It's because, okay, imagine this. Imagine if you like open up a restaurant that was terrible. Everyone, every Yelp review on it was terrible. It was awful. And you were still the most valuable restaurant in the world. You would never let it go. You would That's never true. let it go. The Knicks are the number one franchise in terms of revenue every fucking year. So Everyone like, needs to stop buying shit. Stop going to games. Stop buying. I'm surprised. I mean, it's just out of the pure fact that they're in New York because the Knicks haven't been relevant anywhere else in the country in a very long time. It's 1999. Uh, so, yeah, and they were barely relevant then. They went to the finals. We went to the NBA finals. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said NBA that. You I say you were barely relevant then. Okay. Nobody thought y'all niggas was going to win. Like, okay. I will say this. Y'all was the an eight seed. haven't been relevant since 1998. Like, stop it. Hey, shit. You're right. That's a lie. We've been relevant. <laughs> we were relevant in 2011 with D-Rose, MVP, baby. Yeah, that was but, a great two games until he fucked it all up. <laughs> it was. Two games more than the Knicks have had. <laughs> uh, fuck, it's true. I mean. um, let's look at some of the um, playoff. We've got a couple clips, like highlights from the playoffs so far. Uh, let's look at um, let's look at this Trez clip. The traffic boys his way, and man, was that a strong bucket by Montrez Harrell? Said in game two that I don't. So he mouths bitch ass white boy <laughs> he, to. He yells it. We just can't hear. It. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can't hear it. it. <laughs> He's yelling it uh, to Luca. Um, and this has been so controversial. So the controversial. It's a flame with Reddit's how racist going this wild. Was. Reddit is fucking so up. Their panties are so far up their asses about this, <laughs> and it's so fucking stupid because it's. It's not racist for him to say to call Luca a white boy. He is a white boy. Like there's yeah. no there's no history of oppression. There's nothing offensive there's about no that. There's no violence behind this term. Yeah. Yeah, there Yeah. It, I mean, it's like, not a nice thing care. to say. Then people don't care. Trust me, every white player in the NBA has heard worse. Um and and the only reason people care is the only people on Reddit that care or online that care are the ones who's like, if he can say white boy, then I should be able to say nigger. Uh, those are the only <laughs> people that care, to be honest. So you're right. It's uh, yep. it's, it's wild. True. It's funny. Luca, I agree with them though. I agree with them. If Montrez Harold can say that, Luca should be able to say that. But if I was Luca's teammate, I would say. <laughs> Don't say that to Montez Harrell because he'll beat the shit out of you. Like, I think if Luca wants to say nigger, he can. I think he should. He should just be ready no. to know that Marcus no. Morris and Montrez Harrell will beat the shit out of him. Like, no, I His own teammates might turn on him if he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's going to have a he gonna, he gonna have Porzingis in his corner, though. That's no. for sure. <laughs> I don't know if the, the worst know corner. If his teammates will fight him because. The fucking Celtics still fuck with Gordon Hayward, and I don't understand how. 
Like, right. I, like, what is that locker room like? Like, how do you sit there? How does he have fucking, like, you know, his kneeling during the anthem when he knows that he's a fucking alt-right troll? I don't know. That's just my own personal hate against Gordon Hayward. That's not what this podcast is about. That's my own shit. I will save it for my We, ag- we agree with you. We talk yeah. about it on the show, too. Fuck Gordon Hayward. He looks um, like he wears khakis and carries a torch around. <laughs> He, yeah <laughs> he absolutely yeah. does he probably does um uh, just kidding uh, um all right let's let's watch this hug from james harden and chris paul oh well who's holding who here i mean james is this holding is so chris sweet as as chris is <laughs> they miss each other he's, they he's love each other around me like look at chris james. paul chew up Chris Paul wraps his legs around him. I mean, it's passionate. It looks like a koala on a eucalyptus tree. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, as someone who hasn't touched another human being since March, mm. it, I'm jealous. It looks mm. it looks fun. <laughs> they were it they were humping fun. and yeah. They was listen. Uh I I love this NBA. I love when people are wrestling I like Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone at WCW. Like, I love when there's like double takedowns and shit. I wish there was more wrestling antics in the mm-hmm. NBA. Like, that's yeah. something that I sorely miss is when people used to just trip each other up and down the court uh, on a frequent basis. And also, I don't like James Harden. But I also right. like I less Chris I like Chris Paul even less. That's also true. <laughs> That's also true. So did you like, see there was a clip? He I don't know who it was, but there was a clip of him. He's he's dribbling. There's a defender, and he just like punches the defender in the nuts. <laughs> yep, Chris Paul does. Yeah. yeah, just straight up punches him in the nuts, and then takes a shot. <laughs> Yeah. That's wild. And, no, and then he apologized to him after. He's like, oh, my fault. It's like, no, it's not your fault. You did that on purpose. It's not an accident. He's like, oops, my bad. <laughs> That's wild. No, oh, I didn't wow. see that. Ugh, fucking Chris Paul, man. All right, yeah. um, let's move on to Russell Westbrook. What is <laughs> oh this? I don't think I saw this. Russell Westbrook engaged He's in the He's in his fit, you know, his street clothes. To the referee. Iron Maiden cut off sleeves describing t-shirt. advantages for his basketball. He looks cool as hell. Coaching staff, what I see, how we can be better, what we need to do offensively. But he's telling every, he's like arguing with the ref. He's like giving tips to the players. He's like another coach. chill. I love it. His mask looks like a duck bill. He looks like Daffy Duck. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> you know, they got the best fashion. They got them fashionable in 95 masks. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love, he, the, I love the I love the hotel fits uh, yes. in the bubble right now. They're great. Me too. I hope they, you know, because normally they have to wear a suit if they're injured. Uh, but, you know, he didn't bring a suit, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure he did. But they're letting them sort of just wear whatever. And I hope they continue doing that because he looked great. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, listen, for as as much as we, you know, give props to the NBA for being on the forefront of social justice, uh, you know, let, let's not forget that the NBA dress code was spawned out of pure racism from David okay. Stern uh, and, and the black player and Allen Iverson and that culture in the NBA. And 
And like, while it has led to while those black players in the NBA have flipped that on his head and become fashion icons, uh, I would love for them to just say, there is no fucking dress code. If you want to come show up in shorts and shit, because now that they're fashion icons, they'll make that shit look dope. Like they'll make it look dope. Like, take the restrictions off. Right. Let's yeah. get some more Iron Maiden. With masks are going to become part of fashion now, even once this shit is over. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm here for it. For sure. Yeah, I also think, like, for the coaches, too, I don't need them in suits. I saw someone tweet that. He's like, maybe we shouldn't go back to suits when this is over. And I agree. They look great in their little khakis with a polo. It looks yeah. nice. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse looks so good not wearing a suit. It never looked right with Nick Nurse. Yeah. Like, he never looked like he actually wanted to be in it. He looks like a guy who wears a jersey and a chain. I'm like, be that guy. You should be allowed to be that guy. Doesn't he look yeah. like that white guy? Yeah. yeah, I know that white yeah. guy. He is that guy, you know? Yeah. I'm like, hey, let, sure. him, let him have that life. Why does he have to be in a suit? Why do you got to be shit? They don't want to be in khakis in the team. Let them niggas also show up in tank top and some pajama pants. Like I don't know if I you want to see Doc in a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Doc in some silk pajamas, man. I want to see Doc come up <laughs> in his a smoking silk. jacket. Yeah, you know he would. You know Doc will come up with a with a smoking jacket and some silk. <laughs> Uh, someday, someday that'll be the NBA future. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Marcus Smart. What is he doing? Let's see. This is from Game Three. Three for the Celtics. Yeah, this is an incredible finish. That's two guys landing on you. One of them's about two hundred and seventy pounds. <laughs> Boom! And you're oh still He just like tosses the ball up as if, like, he's not even looking at the basket. He just like tosses it behind him, like, well. I'm going to take a shot here as two giant men crush me. <laughs> oh, my God. And it goes in. That must have hurt, though. I mean, for him to put the shooter's hand up after that is, I would have been mad if I was the mother dude. <laughs> I was like, nigga, you didn't mean to hit that. that up. Like, stop. Stop. Stop with the hyperbole. <laughs> I know what we just saw was a defensive, uh, an offensive play, but I think Marcus... Smart deserves to be defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Like, wow. I think that it's ridiculous that we only allow forwards and centers to have that. Like, yeah, if I was Anthony Davis, I'd block three shots a game, too. Yeah, I'm fucking taller than everybody else. But, like, how much he affects the game defensively? Like, I, I think, like, game three, there was that one pass where he, like, spider jumped in the air and caught it and just tucked yeah. the other side for an easy basket. I was like, this guy is just so smart defensively where I, I do think it's unfair. I think he's a fireless. I might be wrong, but I think it's unfair that we like dominate for like people like, you know, Rudy Gobert and Anthony Davis. It's like, yo, we got a guard. Like you guys said, he's this tiny ass dude and he's affecting the game defensively. I think yeah. he should be, I think he should get defensive player of the year. In my opinion. Yeah. His yeah, energy is crazy. Hot take alert. Hot take alert. <laughs> I mean, who was one the last one? Classic. Kawhi was the last one, right? It, well, would we consider Kawhi a student guard or two? He's a four. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know yeah. why I always considered him a two. Um, He's smaller than most fours, but he is a four. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the guard, especially in this NBA, where guard play is, you know, it, the perimeter is so much more part of the actual – fabric of the NBA and, and guard play is, you know, 
way more playing outside of the just in the hole like Dwight Howard obviously is going to have an effect on the game when he was winning the MVP or defensive players because like the game was more inside the paint right but now you know being on ball and guarding that and guarding perimeter is so much more of a value than it ever has been right it's insane to me that more guards don't win because people ain't playing in the hole anymore (laughs) like so you know if Rudy Gobert, who I think is one of the last two, and he's a great defensive player, but you know, if twenty percent of the game is coming to you, then like, what about that other eighty percent where people are actually affecting the game defensively out there on the perimeter? Those are mostly guards. So I, I agree, and you know, I don't think we can say Rudy Gobert is a good defensive player anymore if he didn't do a good job defending the Utah Jazz from coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I think like. That was an easy defensive stop that he just let get by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was That's an easy true. defensive stop. I'm sorry. I think your defensive rating should go down after something like that. Yeah. He's definitely not winning it this year. No. no. I for mean, that, Rudy Gobert, uh, Rudy Gobert, for all intents and purposes, uh, basically stopped sports. He stopped all of sports. <laughs> he, was, he is the reason that sports stopped for four months. Well, uh, you know. we should be thanking him. <laughs> we should thank him. It, it was yes. good. He saved lives. People started taking it seriously after he got sick. <laughs> That's I, true. So, so is he not a good defense? Maybe, maybe basically he defended the world from more death. So maybe That's true. Should. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm All a Rudy right. Gobert apologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, all right, let's let's hear what Marcus Morris had to say to Boban. The sweet little moment here. This might be the nicest guy I ever met, man. I give you that, baby. You're my guy. My guy. You might be the nicest man I've ever met. Baby? He calls him baby. That's really cute. Baby. I love that. We love we love uh friendships between players on especially on opposite teams. Mm -hmm. It's just fun when they like each other. Yeah, Isn't Boban one of those guys where like every team he leaves, everyone always misses him. Like everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, I miss Boban." Yeah, that's so nice. He seems yeah. like he'd be a fun guy to hang out with for sure. Did you see that cute moment um, with him and Shaq and in inside the NBA? when uh, yeah. he was being interviewed and he just looked so happy and he did, he made like, a heart with his arms. <laughs> yeah. It was adorable. What a cutie! Every time I th- this is this is this is bad, but it also still makes me laugh. Every time I think of him, I always go back to. I remember I was watching a game with my niece, who was like six at the time, and he came on the screen, and it was the close. <laughs> it was a close up, and she got scared because she thought <laughs> <laughs> she got scared because she thought it was a monster. <laughs> It's not. I is as an adult. It's not funny. I'm only laughing because it was a kid involved. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Never watching basketball, but like that. But yeah, and I just like I had to tell her, oh, he's just an NBA player and stuff like that. Uh, but it just made me laugh so hard. But because he's such a nice person and everybody yeah. loves him. But like the first thing that I always think about when I th- see him now is that moment <laughs> with my niece. He, I mean, I can't even imagine being next to him as a little kid. That oh, would be you would be insane. terrified. Yeah. <laughs> you would be terrified because he's so tall. Yeah. Uh, just one. And like he also is just he's so tall and like he looks like a he looks like a a fun cartoon character. 
Uh, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, but he looks like a cartoon character in a way that kids would associate him with something they see generally like on TV. And that's why they would either love him like Mickey Mouse. My niece yeah. hated Mickey Mouse because he's too fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a big ass nigga. <laughs> yeah so she's like wait a minute I, this big ass thing i don't want to see this thing so it's so funny to me like <laughs> i love him that's so funny um all right let's watch jimmy butler what jimmy butler wants from tyler harrow <laughs> your mom's hero tag me on the gram put me in your tiki tock <laughs> uh, tag me on the gram I, love I don't know why always, right there. I, I always say his last name wrong. I don't know why. <laughs> it's Hero, Tyler. right? Yeah, Hero. Tyler Hero. Yeah. Hero. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love Jimmy Butler too. He's one of my faves. Tyler yeah. Hero and Nick Nurse are the same kind of white guy. Same kind of white guy where you're just like, oh, you, there's a nigga hiding inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, have, <laughs> you heard, have you ever heard Tyler Hero talk? Like, it's like. You Did you see his like draft this. outfit? Did you see yes. his girlfriend? <laughs> Wait, I haven't no. seen his girlfriend. Who's his girlfriend? Oh, he's like dating some Instagram influencer. Okay. It was a big he story. Is, yeah, he's out here in these streets. He's look uh, at, look at that girl. I see the you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm talking about, Jaquise? You see what kind of man we're dealing with here? Okay. <laughs> what kind of man we're dealing with? This is this this man. I mean, is she's, these are very, very sexy pictures. Yeah, keep scrolling. All right. <laughs> Tyler is okay, and you know who else is like that? That will surprise everybody. Zach Collins. Oh, Oh, Zach Collins is so funny to me. There's all of these images or like videos of him during shoot around, like rapping Mm -hmm. to himself and like (laughs) dancing in weird ways, and like he's just in his own world. He's like. No one else he, is there. He's like an EDM guy, though. That's what we always say on the show. He's like a <laughs> he's like a guy who'd go to like Electric Daisy Carnival. Yeah, he's been on ah. a couple party de- in parties in the desert. You know, that's one hundred percent. He's been on a silent disco bus. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Shit, that's so true. Uh, let's let's check out um, Diana Taurasi's dirty mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she uh, is known for shit talking. Tarasi working on site. The charge. Diana's going to get a technical here. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. She's just yelling at every ref she can find. Right here. Not happy at all. (laughs) And then uh, after she got a flagrant one, I think we have another video. I'll see you in the lobby later. <laughs> she says she's to the ref. Op- she's openly threatening the ref in the middle of a game. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I, I love, love it. her. I love These her. These ladies don't play around, man. They're, they're so tough. <laughs> yeah, she is, I love it. I would never mess with her. Like, I would never want her to be mad at me. Mm-mm. And also, she would not respect me for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, that's a that's a that's a what a threat. I'm gonna see you in the lobby later. Cause like yeah. normally you can say that to somebody and be like, Yeah, right, you ain't gonna make the effort. But this time it's like, damn, we are staying in the same hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. Like, <laughs> like they're like, all that's in a the threat. They're all they're all seeing each other all the time. You like practically yeah. live with these people. Yeah. Oh, 
You think that's going to make referees better? Like, if referees <laughs> had to travel and live with, like, with the teams and shit, they would be so much better because they can't go hide. <laughs> no. Yeah. You saw it with game two with uh, Clips Mavs. It's like, they were just like, man, we really fucked over the Mavericks. And they were calling everything. They're like, please, Luca, don't fucking beat me up, like, after the game. Like, they were calling everything. Um, also, back to that Luca thing, he is a white boy. But Montrez is right. He is a bitch ass. Like, I, I want to I be very clear on that. He never doesn't complain to the refs after anything. Even if it's his fault, he always goes, come on, rap, you going to call that? And I'm like, you've only been in this league for two years. I understand that you're a champion in Serbia or wherever it is, but you're not a champion here. And you can't be coming over here. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't be coming over here talking like I'm the king and all this shit. You haven't proved yourself yet. I think he's just very young. I think he, I think he's going to mature. Like he is kind of a baby in, in a cute way, but also in like, uh, he wears a diaper. (laughs) He wears a diaper while he plays little known fact, (laughs) but like, do you remember when he like ripped his Jersey? Yeah. It's like, he clearly hasn't, developed like mature responses to his emotions you know yeah i think Giannis honestly is the same way there's a lot of pressure on him because he is like this golden boy but um i mean yeah he's got to show some respect to the to the players that have been doing this for a lot longer than him yeah and look you're a champion in 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 your your home country i get that like you know a euro league superstar like you know i mean like since he was 16 years old he's been in the euro league that's Mm -hmm. incredible but you ripping your jersey out here. You know how long it took LeBron James to rip his jersey? He ripped his jersey <laughs> so late in his career. Like, this is your first year and you're ripping your jersey in a regular season game? Shut the fuck up. Like, I, that, I'm was, just like, no. that was an ugly-ass jersey, though. What Didn't he rip that, like, oh, ugly mask one? LeBron, <laughs> yeah. yeah, LeBron ripped that ugly Cavs jersey that was, like, tight, like, right here. He's like, yeah. I need, he, I need he sleeves. Needs some, he needs sleeves. <laughs> Uh, Luca ripped that ugly ass cartoon map. Yeah, yes. yeah, the graffiti uh, one. Yeah, so but I, think, I can't be too uh, mad at him. I think also the people who are mad at Trez are not giving Luca enough credit. Like, you think he hasn't heard that before? You think he can't True. deal with a little shit talk? This is yeah. the NBA. It happens all the time. Right. Ooh. Yeah. I'm. I, yeah, I'm sure he was just like whatever, and then it just blew up into with morons on the internet yeah yeah you know he that's what i was like that's ain't that ain't the worst thing these white players in the nba have heard like exactly. bitch ass white boy he probably was like huh, i'll show you who a bitch ass white boy he probably yeah. said it right back <laughs> in his accent <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey cuties, it's time for another all-star review. Uh, This one comes from Abrahamster giving us five stars. Abrahamster says, Dunktown is the best sports podcast on earth. I absolutely love this show. Agata Anastasia and producer Gabe are total sweethearts and the show always cheers me up. Dunktown covers what is really important about basketball, fashion, drama, and butts. Goat debates and tire takes are for dinguses. This show has heart. I award Dunktown 100 dunkies. That's so sweet. <laughs> thank you, Abrahamster. Yeah, thank you. If you want us to read your all-star review, just give us five stars on the uh, podcast app of your choice. Thank you. So this week, we watched the Los Angeles Lakers at the Portland Trail Blazers in Game 3 of the Western Conference first round playoffs on August twenty second, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. 
great, great group of guys. Is that Luca? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, 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 just A plus drops on this show. Just I'm A you. plus drops. I'm telling Thank you. Dude. you. It's all me. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> I don't know a show that does more work into their whole like ambiance and setup. I don't know if ambiance is the right word. Maybe it's mise en scène. But you guys, <laughs> you guys put it on, man. Like it's so fucking dope. Thank you. That's Great. so nice. That's so we nice. Gabe, do you we want Matt Apodaca's job? <laughs> yeah, we be asking that. We be Gabe asking his ass for trouble. Gabe has worked at Earwolf before. I think he's good. Oh damn! Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot yeah we got more. We got more black people there now. People. Yeah. <laughs> Analyze your complaint, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the Lakers. We've got starters: Contavious Caldwell Pope. Danny Green, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, off the bench, Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, Dwight Howard, with head coach Frank Vogel. And on the Trailblazers... Dame is different. (laughs) (laughs) We've got starters Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Carmelo Anthony, Hassan Whiteside, and my my boy Yusuf Nurkic. (laughs) Uh, Off the bench, uh, we've got Gary Trent, Jr., Anthony Simons, and Mario Hazonia. Head coach is Terry Stotts. Let's get into the game. Edgar, are you a big Gary Trent Jr. fan? Biggest Gary Trent Jr. fan there is. Really? Okay. I mean, he played at Duke, so y'all already know, big Duke fan. And he just came out the show. I mean, like, he had, he at some point had more three-pointers himself than the entire Lakers team did in the bubble, like during the, uh, during the seeding games. He had more threes than that entire team. I think, you know, he's definitely cooled off since then. I love the way he's been defending LeBron, especially during this game. There are some really mm-hmm. smart moments where he's like, okay, I noticed that LeBron on these dribbles pushes his elbow a little bit back. I'm going to put my face right there, and I'm going to get elbow. Yeah. They're going to call offensive foul. He did that twice. I think, like, you know, he definitely is so much smaller than LeBron that when LeBron wants to get to the paint, he will. But he's realized that LeBron isn't really looking to go into the paint. And he's like, all right, I'm going to stick him tight on the perimeter, not give him any space for a three and force him to pass. And he's done that pretty okay for someone who's on their third, you know, maybe, yeah, I think his second or third year in the league. I think that he's doing a phenomenal job. I'm just a big fan of his. Me too. I'm more of a, um, I'm more I, of a fan of Gary Trent Sr., to be honest, you know. Gary I Trent Sr., was he, that dude? Yeah, of course. Was he, he was a player too. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, LeBron oh. elbowed. Oh yeah, it's pulled up. LeBron elbowed both Gary Trent Senior and Aww. Junior. In the face. <laughs> That's such father son bonding. They're cute. Got the same elbow. There's this tweet that says Bronny thinking about Gary Trent the third. <laughs> <with his juice. laughs> Um, as we were watching this game i did message anastasia and gabe and say that um gary trent jr was my trailblazers boyfriend Um, Uh of course anastasia's trailblazer boyfriend is nurkic she's Uh very uh you know i just want him to hold me like a baby oh (laughs) looking at his legs yesterday he might collapse it don't look like he's on the pillow like he's dead tired you I'm going to give him, him, you better some get him time. in the morning. 
I'm going to let him train and condition (laughs) after the playoffs. You know, I'll give him some time. But as soon as he's back up to, you know, his uh, fighting strength, I'll I'll strap up the baby Bjorn, Nurk. I'm jumping in. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he was looking. He was looking. He was looking. He was tired, man. I don't blame them. I saw this dude. He had it was one play toward the end of the game. He had a open fucking like yes. uh, lane to the hole, and this dude from like seven feet out just scooped the ba- basketball and hit the top of the backboard. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yo, he's so tired, he can't he's, even get, make it to the hole right now. He was yeah. looking completely out of gas, and the whole time, of course, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, who I'm not a fan of, I've said it before, but he just, yeah. it, I don't even know what he's talking about half the time, but he was just like. Why isn't Nurkic running? He's not running. And it's true. Like, Nurk was still, like, lagging on the offensive side when everyone's already at the other end of the court, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, the same with the Lakers. He was yelling about them not, not running across at the end, too, which is plays, true. Yeah. They were like, very slow moving, but that's this kind schedule, of like they're, they're fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. The schedule has been insane. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it is. Wild. I feel yeah. like that wasn't what it was, right? Oh, well, because your travel, right? Yeah, they right. had the travel day. So, like, in between the home games, it was always every other day, but you always had that travel day, which, like, I I mean, listen, they're trying to get these games in and as soon as possible, but I do think that extra game at some point, that extra day of rest at some point is going to be needed because we about For to sure. get a bunch of tired-ass players. Right. Yeah, and then it's just not fun to watch because they're, like, slowly jogging the whole game. Or just laying down on the court, just, like, no energy trying to <laughs> toss yeah. <them> right. <laughs> just hitting open threes and shit like that because there's no one there. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this series is wild because, you know, Portland was good. You know, the seeding games, they were great. They had something to play for. That first game looked great. But... Unless Portland can fucking grow a rebounder on their team out of thin air, like Portland ain't. I don't think Portland's winning another game in this series because <laughs> they yeah. can't rebound the fucking ball. They cannot rebound the ball. Like sure. it's, they just totally. give which is nothing. crazy because they've got some bigs, you know. Yeah, they're all terrible. It's rebounders. not like they're <laughs> tiny people up against AD and you know Dwight Howard. It's like they've got some big guys too, like Hassan Whiteside and Nurk are starting. It's like they should be able to catch a couple of rebounds. I think they just miss an energy guy like, you know, Trevor Reza, which he was so good at. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was such like, you know, he's that guy that is on your team. He may not have the best, you know, box score looking at the stats, but he brought this defensive energy and this rebounding energy that it's just clear that they miss. Like they just miss that kind of energy off their bench. And like, like Jakeith already said, Nurk, and Hassan are both terrible rebounders. They're just very right. good offensively in the post. So it's mm-hmm. like, I think right now, Dame Lillard is just like, is your kid really that cool that you skipped the bubble to hang out with your kid? Like, how cool <laughs> is your kid really? I'm that kid. Your kid's probably not that cool. Right? You know, so I feel like if I'm, if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm really upset at Trevor Reza because I do think that one player like that can make a difference. Yeah. Also, Dane yeah, had a I dislocated mean, finger before this game, and he didn't mm-hmm. practice um, in between games, and he just tested his finger in shoot-around right before the game started. But uh, I don't know. He was looking good. He 
he was like hitting threes from the logo and shoot around. So it didn't yeah. look like the finger was bugging him too much. He was looking good in that first half. That second half, yeah. he was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, still, he looks great, but he wasn't. He was. He wasn't. I don't know. The, the clock Portland ran is, out on Dame time. It ran out for this game. They're tired, man. The, the, the batteries Lakers ran better. out. The Lakers are just a better team. The Lakers are a better team. And mm-hmm. Portland yeah. was just going to have to catch the Lakers. But if Portland's shots aren't falling and they're giving up, you know, 17 offensive rebounds and they cannot generate no second chance points at all, uh, when, because the Lakers are playing their two bigs, Hassan Whiteside and and Nurkic have to play, which is just not as good of a matchup for Portland. Dame, they they they're not spaced out good because Whiteside can't play perimeter. I don't know. It's just uh, I was hoping. Listen, there's nobody who wants the Lakers to lose more than me because I just want to laugh as much as I can. <laughs> and I'm not even hating the LeBron. I just want to laugh at like I just hate Laker fans. <laughs> but, hey, I'm that. with you. I'm with you. The Lakers fans are the only ones that have been mean to me personally. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's straight garbage. But yeah. you know, I don't see, I don't see this series going anywhere beyond where it's going, which is Lakers winning and then getting yeah. at some other point in the playoffs. Right. Exactly. I mean, I wanted, I wanted the Blazers to win the series just cause I mean, they're the league sweethearts. Everyone loves watching game. Everyone wants the Blazers to have a like fighting chance of getting somewhere, but yeah, I don't see it really going anywhere other than they get they get smushed, they get smushed yeah. like a little ladybug. Absolutely, oh, yeah. gentlemen sweep. Also, I just want to yeah. point out that Dallas is up right now, right. yeah, two to one thirty. So in we're, seconds. we did take a little break to watch part of this Clippers Mavs game. It's in overtime right now. Dallas is up. There's 19 seconds left. I don't know. These That's LA teams, happen. these LA teams, maybe they just need to get out of the first round because they both. I mean, the Clippers are struggling more than anyone expected for sure. But look, yeah. look at everyone. They look so sweaty, so tired. They're all panting. They're also <laughs> playing against a future MVP. Like, let's not forget right. that, like, Luca will win MVP at some point. Yeah. I agree, but like, there's no Porzingis, thank God. Um, yeah, and they're still struggling like this. They're also I mean, I, they're also playing five up. on four because Paul George is MIA, so <laughs> yeah. like he ain't offensively. Yeah. They're only playing with four players. Paul George needs to pick it up. I gotta address this, Paul George. Yes, go for it, Edgar. Go off. Oh God, here we Paul go. George situation. <laughs> now look. Jakeese and I have already established that NBA players cheat. It's a fact. We know it. They, NBA players have fought in each other over cheating before. I forgot right. who it was. It was on the Spurs, but somebody fucked somebody's girl. I think it was Tony Parker fucked. Oh, Tony Parker, Tony yes. Parker, yes. He fucked Bruce Bowen's girl. Somebody's girl. He fucked somebody. Also, there was the was. Derek Fisher stuff in, on the Lakers oh, back oh. then. Yeah. Where, Derek, where Matt Barnes drove. Yeah, I know, Jakeese. Oh, I know. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but so Paul George, look, he's gotten in a lot of trouble before for cheating. When he was on the Pacers, there's a rumor that the reason why the Pacers were struggling was because uh, Paul George has slept with Roy Hibbert's fiance, and so you know they felt some type of way about it. Now, That's bad cheating. Paul That's George, bad cheating. Paul George was engaged to Doc Rivers' daughter, right? And he cheated on her. 
Now with a, with he, a girl from a strip club, right? That is correct. And now, that he married? I, yes, he did. He married her because he, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and assume why they got married. <laughs> but <laughs> now he plays for Doc Rivers. Yeah, it's crazy. And he is playing against the man that Doc Rivers' daughter met after he cheated on her, Seth Curry. Yeah. And I cannot think what a mental, like, what a, <laughs> like, 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 I couldn't imagine what that feels like. Like, your girl that you cheated on, her dad is coaching you. And now you're playing against a nigga that did her right. I don't know. I, I would be missing all my shots, too. I think. What do you think Seth is, is whispering Interesting. at him, you know? Bro, she told me about your size. <laughs> she said, "Tell me about she that." Said, she said, "Thank noodle. God that you cheated." <laughs> Thank God you cheated. <laughs> Damn. I mean, yeah, it's fuck. It's, Her face. I, I, some- I forgot about the he was playing against Seth now, which mm-hmm. is it's just yeah. I mean, it's weird all around for sure. Her face up there on that screen too. Like she, they show yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a virtual fan. Yeah, she's a virtual fan today. She she's was there up with there. the family. Yeah. Wow. Oh god, there's 3.7 seconds left. The Lakers or the Clippers are up by one. And they, they had to foul to give. Foul Luca. They had to foul to give. They had to foul to give. Oh, thank God. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they fouled them on a shot. Oh, why no, does no, this no. Thing keep sticking me. Everyone looks so tired on the yeah. in yeah. this game right now. Sorry, everyone that we're. T- Taking a Clippers Mavs break, but this listen, game this is, is what they been excited. Listen to this is what they come. This this is a basketball podcast. They come for this. I'm inclined to agree with Jaquise that I just think the Lakers are too damn powerful, especially when Anthony Davis remembers that he's seven feet tall. Like once cool. he remembers that, it's over. You know what I mean? Because game yeah. one, he forgot he was taking three point shots and these like you know all these jumpers, and then these last two games, he's like, oh yeah. I'm the biggest man on this court by far. And he's dunking. He's like, you know, putting all these putbacks. He's grabbing rebounds. Once that man remembers he's seven feet tall, it's, it's, it's over for the league. Also, I think that the Lakers have more bench role players that can give breaks. Um, and they're, you know, like LeBron can sit down for a little bit and know that they're going to be fine. Okay, Edgar yeah. just left. <laughs> what happened? Oh, is oh he? God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Oh, he's know. ahead. He's ahead. Damn, you that far ahead? The Clippers How far won. ahead are you? Because the like won? they st- they still on timeout on my game. Yeah, me too. Okay, I haven't I haven't seen what happened. The Mavs probably yeah. made a shot. <laughs> they can't. You can't be that far oh, ahead, yeah. bro. Are you ahead too? Are you? Yes, I just saw. I just saw what wait, Edgar wait, saw. Wait, don't. I'm not don't. saying anything. Well, I mean, I think we here can it comes. Assume. Mine is just starting. Yeah, I know, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Luca made a it? three. Yeah. Luca made a three, buzzer beater three, and uh, they won by two. I mean, I'm proud of I'm proud of him. I I I do love him, but I it's hard. This series is hard for me as someone who loves both the Mavs and the Clippers. Wow. Wow. Can you believe the Clippers had a 21-point lead at some point in this game? <laughs> no, bro. And that's hurt. insane. Luca's literally fucking hurt right now. He's on pain killer. Yeah. Was that, was that shot on Paul George? Was that shot on Paul George? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was on Marcus. Okay. 
Because if it was on Paul George, uh, he's going to retire. Come on, bro. No, that was Who's that? Wow. Okay. Yeah. What a crazy... So now it's tied 2-2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is insane. Anyway, so the... The uh, Lakers won this game. <laughs> one sixteen. Edgar, are you okay? <laughs> we upset. Lakers or uh, Edgar's pulled out the defibrillator. <laughs> yeah, Edgar's. We can. We'll. He'll revive himself. He'll revive himself. <laughs> Lakers won the game. Yes, Lakers won the game. Yeah, it's two one. I think this is about to be a gentleman sweep. Uh, they're about to win the next two, but. At this point, you know, here based on what we're derailing this podcast for, which is the Clippers-Dallas game, mm-hmm. and then the Lakers playing how they're playing, I mean, I don't know. I, I Do we still think we're going to get a LA-LA conference finals? Yes. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Look, I, I'm I would actually like kind of excited that everything is going down the way it is because this – Western Conference playoffs has been so exciting so far. Like, yeah, it's kind of been you know a wild roller coaster. Even with the um, that play-in game and everything that the Blazers had to do just to get to this point, like it's been fun to watch. I think, yeah, they're probably not gonna win this series. Um, I'm thinking the Clippers will come back from this and win their series. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it definitely yeah. seems like it's going to be a six-seven game. I mean, it has to be a six-seven game series. Yeah, now. but like, well, I I do think like you know we saw this with the Warriors last year. They struggled in the first round, like you know because Steph came back late from injury. Clay came back late from injury. They hadn't played together in a while, and yeah, it was actually the Clippers that were giving them work in the first round. They got right. it and went straight to the Western Conference Finals. I think we discount that this is the first time that the Clippers have ever played with a full roster and they're still not playing with a full roster. It's like, it's just, it was such an easy game that they could have won the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, yeah, we, we need playoff P to make an appearance. (laughs) It's like, let me see what his final three for 14 is fucking embarrassing. That's really bad. 14. That's really bad. And that's like, you can't be a superstar and score three for 14. You just can't. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 the part that sucks about a Paul George too is he's not contributing in any other part of the game. Like with AD, like right. in Game One when he went eight for twenty four, at least he and you know they got smoked, but you know at least AD had probably double digit rebounds. I'm not sure, but he contributed right. in some other parts of the game. Where even if he's struggling, like I. Paul George hits two more shots and Clippers win this game. Yeah. Like that is, that is bad. He's playing right. bad basketball right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ooh, let's well, give us some, let's give us some donkeys. Ooh, my favorite part. <laughs> donkeys. Donkeys. So the donkeys are awards we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. We always give out most points, which today has to go to the Lakers and to the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since it was kind of a double uh, yeah. Yeah, double game yeah. episode. Um, Edgar's so head is in his hands. 
sorry. That's just how it is. We got to do it. Um, and then we usually give out best dunk. What do you guys think? Any oh, memorable dunks? I felt like there was a couple. I mean, Nurk got a big dunk in. Um, there was a couple cool like alley oops uh, that Braun did to How- uh, Dwight Howard and AD. Um, mm-hmm. Any dunks you guys remember? Those AD putbacks, like, I mean, I think, like, when he was controlling the offensive board and he would just, like, put it back on Hassan Whiteside or Nurkic, I was just like, holy shit. Like, that, those for me, I was like, this guy is playing out of his mind right he's, now. Yeah, and he's unstoppable when he's, like, on a roll. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'd give my donkey. Let's, let's give it to Anthony AD. Davis. Let's I, would, I would give mine, <laughs> I would give mine to Anthony Davis, too, before another reason. Uh, there was <laughs> the most memorable dunk I remember is one that didn't happen. I remember there was a play. Uh, Dame was uh, LeBron was guarding the Dame. Oh, yep. LeBron was like, yep. I'm going to guard Dame. And, you know, Dame was going around him and Dame got around him, but LeBron was trailing him. And Dame was like, I'm about to show y'all niggas. And he raised up for what was about to be a monstrous dunk. And AD was like, nah, homie, and blocked out of that. And, like, I it was just, just like flicked. Yeah, yeah, it was like the easiest block for the force that it looked like Dane was about to dunk with, with how easy it was for AD to stop him. <laughs> uh, has to be my donkey for stopping the dunk. Amazing. All right. Wow. I want to give a donkey to Danny Green, um, the SmackDown donkey. There was a play where he was just smacking the ball every time it went up in the air. It was very funny. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It was just like... It looked like um, like ping pong or something. Yeah, just like ke- it I like, think it was like about three here? blocks. How about here? Yeah, smack, smack, smack. Yeah, and one on Dame too, which was just like, God damn it! Like, how are you gonna block Damian Lillard, Danny Green? You, you're you're supposed to be the person we make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I think I want to give uh, weirdest commercial to Damian Lillard. Uh, his face is superimposed on another person's body in a Hulu commercial mm-hmm. that kept playing during this game. And it was so weird. So weird. weird. Why did Hulu do this? All of uh, them. Aaron Judge and and I, I don't know who who's the other. There's somebody, uh, WNBA player in there too. Uh, but they, all three are just like cartoon character face. And at first, like the first three times I saw that commercial, I was like, is something wrong with the TV or something wrong with my eyes? And yeah. then like it hit me <laughs> that, no, this is a computer animated commercial yeah. for whatever right. reason. It, it's like watching the, uh, the star Wars movie with Carrie Fisher in it, where you're like, this is weird. You're like, this yeah. looks weird. And I can't, my eye, like it's like messing with my brain a little bit. What's yeah. going on here? Right. Well, like, so Hulu cheap as hell. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like Paul Walker. Yes. <laughs> Where every every scene is just like, hey, what do you think, Paul? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> like no definitely here. Reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Hulu cheap hey, as hell. Paul, we got to go to this fight. Y'all have a good time at that fight. It's like, no, go. Like, if y'all going to put him in the movie, at least have him fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu is cheap as hell. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, listen, I know, I know commercial uh uh you know advertisers are sending shit to people's cribs now uh you're like yo we send it to camera 
and stuff to your house, clean your house up, clean, and shoot this commercial for us. And with Dame, yeah. they was just like, mm, nah, we're going we gonna to do a deep fake. We're going to do a deep fake. Uh, I was, uh, you know, watching, like, you know, local ABC, obviously, and there's a credit union that the Lakers sponsor, and they had a commercial, and it was really cool because it was uh, all the Lakers players in their hotel rooms yeah. On their mm-hmm. phones. I'm sure they recorded it just like on their phone or whatever. Right. And it was a great commercial. It was super cute. First Entertainment. Yeah. Shout out. That's where my car loan is. Shout out to First <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> right down to that's why I deposited my credit union checks. It's in fr- Amazing. the fr- First Entertainment Credit Union. Okay, I'm going to just give a donkey best credit union to First Entertainment. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Every time you log on, you see Anthony Davis's big ass face. <laughs> Also, LeBron just tweeted out, can I give a donkey to LeBron? Because, like, sure. <laughs> he just tweeted out, bang, bang, and Mike Breen voice after Luca hit that uh, shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's, nobody, there's nobody who wants to see the Clippers lose more than LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's true. That's true. LeBron, Gabe, do you wow. have a donkey you want to give out? Sure. Um, this isn't really objective at all, but I got to give best last name to Yenwin Gabriel. <laughs> hey, man, he'd be out here. He'd be out here doing his thing. He'd be out here doing his thing, representing for the real African-Americans. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Gabe, you want your name to just be Gabriel Gabriel? That's why? I kind of think Gabriel is better as a last name than a first name. I, I wish I had oh, okay. changed it a long time ago. What if like, you were Dan and Gabriel? It. Yeah. Yeah, Dan or Dan, just Dan. Danone. <laughs> or yeah, Dan. <laughs> awesome. So who won the donkeys? Okay, uh, let me do some calculating here. Okay, uh, I, I hate to say it, but the Lakers won the donkeys. No! Yeah, they got so many. The uh, Portland only got two, uh, but congrats, Lakers. Nobody's excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, Look, and we I should to... be. It's our fault they won. We chose all the donkeys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm just I have to myself. say, like, this is a great team. They're fun to watch. Like, the way that they work together, it's smooth. Like, everything is fun about watching them, you know? No, it's I... not, Anastasia. It's not. You don't have to say it. They're not I... fun. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't have to say it, but <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think you know who. So Lakers make it past this series. Uh, it's going to be probably Houston that they face. I think, right? Uh, hey, why yeah. you doubting my Haitian brother Dort? He can do it again. <laughs> who? Dort. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't doubt the Haitian. It's probably going to be Houston, bro. I'm sorry. Come on. He's out here stopping. He's the only one who can defend James Harden. All right. Well, if he we'll does, see. if OKC makes it, then Lakers are going to easily get to the Western Conference Finals. But I mean, yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> I think I think Houston, I think Houston could fucking steamroll the Lakers if they, if they face Really? Them. You think they'll make I them work? So. I think they, I, I, shit. They can rebound better. Yeah. D'Antoni's small ball offense is designed for the Lakers because that was yeah. the first thing he tried it on. And I remember, I'll never forget, Chuck, at the beginning of that game. And again, why should we ever listen to Chuck? But he was like, ooh, you see that Mike D'Antoni guy right there? That's a dead man walking for getting rid of Clint Capella. And Damn. the Rockets won by 20. 
Like wow. it's just like because they were just faster, they just outran like all they do, like he said, they grab the quick rebound and they just dish it to the corner for a quick three. Like it's like and if the Lakers aren't shooting well, which they aren't shooting well from the three right now, I could see the Rockets beating them. Yeah. Is small ball offense when they play with a tiny little ball? <laughs> yeah, they don't, yeah. 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 They say we don't want the ball that you guys have. We brought, <laughs> we brought a nerf. It's ball. like a nerf ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you can't even dribble it. <laughs> it's it's so much easier to put through the hole. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, that's true. true. It really is. Mike D'Antoni was coaching a team one time, and he was like, "Hey, yo, James, I was realizing that sometimes when you shoot, it doesn't go in. Did you ever consider that that was because the ball is like kind of big? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want to do ball small ball? Smaller, it might go in. <laughs> yeah. Revolutionize <laughs> the game. And people yeah. poo poo on D'Antoni, but he up here changing the game. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a, there's actually a movie called Small Ball with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, congratulations to the Lakers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, moving on, next week. Next week is our 100th episode of Dunktown. Oh, oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So exci- I'm so excited. We were uh, show 99. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for inviting us to your 99th episode. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> um, we're we are we we I can't believe that it, it's lasted for this long, and we've been doing it every fucking week since we started. Every fucking every single it's been week. Wild. Uh, oh, yeah. Even when I even when I'm like I don't want to, and they're like. We we strap a gotta down and put a mic in front of her mouth. She's like, "No, I'm tired." Yeah, I'm like I just want to sit around and you know play Animal Crossing. But no, we do it every week. Uh, we don't know what we're gonna do yet. We'll figure out something fun. Um, but yeah, thanks for sticking with us. If you've been here since the beginning, shout out to you. You're an original cutie. And if you've started listening along the way then we we love you too um thank you for sticking it out with us even during this weird season where <laughs> most of it was us just uh watching movies and stuff <laughs> trying to figure uh, out what to talk about yeah um it's been it's we've got we've gotten very creative i'll say that um let's get into our mail basket today we have a voicemail Hello to Anastasia, Anagata, and uh, Gabe, and uh, guests. This is Nate from uh, Irving, Texas, in the Dallas area. So I do pull for the Mavericks. I'm excited to see Luca shine. But my first love is uh, the Charlotte Hornets, because I'm from North Carolina. I was pretty disappointed when the most improved player finalists were announced and Devontae Graham from Charlotte wasn't included as a finalist. And Luca being on there kind of bothered me a little bit because he was, you know, great already last year and it didn't really seem like that much belief. And he even said that Devontae should be on there instead of him. So I just wanted to know your thoughts, particularly Agata, since I know she's from the Dallas area. Anyway, uh, thanks so much, y'all. Love the podcast. Uh, it's a real highlight of my week, and it's a wonderful distraction since I'm kind of stuck in the house working from home and having pandemic anxiety, and y'all help me deal with it. So thanks so much. Uh, have a good one. Cute. Wow, thank you, Blake. Cute email That's or voice email. message. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, didn't didn't I say agree. our names, though. 
Yeah, that was called as a guest. He, he said paused, guest. He even usually... paused and then said guest. Mm. He, they usually don't shout out the guests, so you guys are kind of lucky. <laughs> yeah, you got a good one. Yeah, okay, um, okay. I will say I agree with the fact that it doesn't make sense for Luca to be most improved player. Like, why? He was rookie of the year. He's been amazing. He has improved, of course, but no, that, that's not what that category is for. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, and Devonte Graham, I agree. He should have. He should. He should get it. He should have at least been considered. You know, yeah. he should have been on that list for sure. Yeah, what do you guys isn't, think? The, isn't the award for people who are just like, oh, that guy's kind of a bust, and then they get way better than we expected. That's yeah, not yeah. Luka Doncic. Nobody yeah. was looking at Luca last year and being like, oh, he's not going to be that great. Brandon Ingram, yes. Devonte Graham, yes. Which is Bam Adebayo, yes. Which is why they're all on that list. Those are yeah. three. You know, I mean, not Devonte, but like Bam and and Bi were two people. We were just like, man, they're right. not as great as we thought they were. And then now we're seeing them. We're like, holy shit, they're amazing. Devonte Graham mm-hmm. fits that. Luka Doncic does not fit that. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you, Blake. Is that his name, Blake? Yeah. I agree mm-hmm. with you. And but I will say it's your fault because you live in Dallas now. And if you had stayed <laughs> in Charlotte, perhaps you could have been at those games and you could have changed the course of history. But you decided to move to Irvine, Texas and change fate. And I think you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you you could have been you could have been in the audience screaming out, do Devante, nominate Devante. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and it would have made a bigger difference. And that's all they needed. That's all the reporters needed. The reporters yeah. was like, <laughs> I didn't hear that one extra voice saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't hear that. So, yeah. yeah. And shout Listen out to Bam, Bam Adebayo. I love the guy. I love him. He gave me so many fantasy points uh, during the season. He was, he was great. Great. And that, yeah, he makes sense. Cause he, nobody was really paying attention to him last season. And then this year he was amazing. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how she that Yeah, I agree with that. Nobody should <laughs> a superstar shouldn't get most improved player because they improve from one year to another. Like that's what you're supposed to do as improvement. Yeah, right. LeBron would get it every year. Like, what right. are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Steph will get it every year. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Look at Don. Yeah. Right. So uh thanks for your voicemail, Bryce. Um <laughs> Is You've it been taken to ta- I Bryce? think it's Nate. <laughs> oh, so it's not it's Bryce. Not John? It's not Bryce. It's not John. Oh no, Nate. I'm sorry. Gabe didn't put it in. The, Gabe didn't put it in the document. So yeah, it's Gabe's fault. And send and Gabe all the hate mail and send. We're taking messages. Nate to task for moving to <laughs> Dallas. We're taking Gabe to task for not telling us the name of this person. Mm, he didn't <laughs> say our name, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> He had an opportunity to say our names. He could have waited until the episode came out to send his <laughs> <That's> <laughs> But But thank you for your voicemail. Yes, we you. love receiving them, so everyone else should also send us some. Yes. Um, oh, I'm going to send y'all some voicemails. What's y'all Oh, number? my God. Please. It's 903-420-DUNK. Okay. Put it, put it, program it into your phone, and then every time you have a thought <laughs> related okay. to basketball. 903-420-DUNK. Yeah. I got to be careful giving out your number on this podcast. People might call. <laughs> it's not my personal <laughs> phone number. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. You don't got to get defensive. I'm trying to help you. 
there's actually a red phone Nobody right next can- to Agata's bed, <laughs> and this calls that. Yeah. It's not even a, a line. Like, you can't even answer it. It's just voicemail. Be you know, be careful. These people, they'll, they'll put your name in a spam bot, and the next thing you know, you're getting dick pills texted to you and all this stuff. You got to be careful. We did. We got a voicemail one time from in a language that we don't speak, and I don't know what language it was. Uh, so you're it's right. It's mysterious. out there. Maybe we'll play it on a future episode and ask if anyone can translate what's going on. Um, you can also, if you don't want to send us a voicemail, you can always email us at hi at duck.town and tell us what's going on with your team, your favorite players, anything that we missed. Um, thank you again to our lovely guests for being here. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Um, no. Yeah, we do. You're getting married married on our podcast. What? Really? Wait, what? You're getting married on the podcast? The wedding of Jackie's Neil on Stitcher Premium. Uh, Use promo code KINGS. It's going to be the eighth episode of our bonus content. Uh, Oh my God, that's amazing. You're monetizing your wedding? I love it. And look, I can't be against it because my whole thing about Takisa's wedding was like, I don't want you to spend money on this celebration of your love. I don't think that's a good investment. And now he's making money off of it. Oh my God. When's the wedding going to be? Uh, Episode eight. Okay. (laughs) 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 Episode eight of the bonus content uh, of Culture Kings. Which is a show on Earwolf, Stitcher Premium. Use that promo code KINGS. I want as many of friends and family and fans to be there. And you know what? If a couple strangers show, it's okay. I will check it out for sure. Man, Um, everyone should listen to Culture Kings. We're huge fans. Love the show. Culture Kings. I also uh, shout out to Jaquisa's other show about the challenge. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Are you guys on hiatus now? Um, yes, we are on hiatus. We actually, me and Ray Sani, who is the host of that co-host of that show, uh, will be hosting an upcoming reality based pod reality TV based podcast on Headgum pretty soon. So, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm so jealous. Um, I want to quit the show and do a reality based show. (laughs) Come through, come through. Um, I, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Can't wait for that. Thank you guys again for being here. Anastasia, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, yes, I do. My little paper where I write down my plugs is in the other room, but let me just try and remember it. (laughs) Oh, I know what it is. So I just, um, I, I know Gabe plugged this a long time ago. But I just want to reiterate that you should um, check out your local library's e-media. I've really been just kind of going to town on the audiobooks and the e-books that our local library offers. And um, there's two uh, authors I want to recommend. One is Jasmine Guillory. She writes kind of like romance, uh, but I'm not a huge like romance book reader, But her books are just so sweet and like feel more real to like what a contemporary woman is like. Um, It's it's great writing, very good characters, and a cool universe that she sort of created. And then the second author is Colson Whitehead. I was just gonna say, is there like a specific book you would recommend? She just came out uh, with a book called Party of Two, but I would start Mm. with her book, The Wedding Date. That 
what that's her first one. It's very good. Um, one of my okay. faves. And then Colson Whitehead, I just read his book, The Nickel Boys. It's about a uh, juvenile detention center in Florida in the 60s. And it has a lot to do with the civil rights movement and how that was kind of not coming to the detention center at the time. And, and it's a sad book, but very good. I highly, highly recommend it. You out here recommending books. I like that. Okay. <laughs> that's dope. That's, that's dope. I don't read. I audiobooks like totally changed my reading habits recently. Okay. Yeah, audio. Going I love I love an audiobook too. I like reading news articles because then they have comments. I would read books if they had comments at the end. <laughs> you should <laughs> make like a website comments. like that. Uh, Agata, do you have a plug? Um, yes, I want to plug our Patreon, Ooh. which is launching Ooh. on September first. Um, we've been hard at work. Uh, trying to get it all set up for you guys. And we're really excited that it's almost here. Um, we're going to continue to have free episodes available for everyone. So if you don't want to participate, no worries. But we will be doing additional content. We're going to have a Discord. We're, um, we're going to be doing live streams. Um, we're very excited to have a new place to connect with you guys and, uh, and really just create more stuff and and we hope you guys join us can i come oh, to your discord yeah, yeah of, course. of course of course you're in uh, i want to come to what's the discord thing, it's just uh it's like a it's like a, a a thing where everybody can talk at the same yeah, time yeah it's like right? a little chat it's like it's like slack do you have slack I do have Slack. I do have Slack. You can't explain the app. It's like this thing, right, where everybody can talk. What is that You talk at the same time, right? It's like you you can, you can, you're like, it's like walkie talkies to some shit, right? Isn't that Discord? It's like a chat. It's like a chat. It's like Slack. It's all one big chat room. And then you can also do, yeah, you can do like live stream feeds from it, which is why a big reason why we chose to do it there. Okay. For the people that are our patrons, we can do specific streams that they only have access to there. It but yeah, as a we'll, video game thing. It yeah. did start as a video game thing. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like I, I've done it on video games where like me and the other person could be talking to each other. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying yeah, we that did it's it, also it, like a there's a voice chat. chat. Yeah, okay. yeah, there's a voice chat part of it, which actually Edgar and I have played Mario Kart before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With better, okay. where we uh, we will voice chat in Discord because it's just fun because you're you're playing with your friends yeah. and then you're also you can talk shit. talking shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised exactly. that Jakees is amazed at the idea that there's a device out there where two people in different places can talk to each other. That's <laughs> I'm, not, that I'm, like, I'm not yeah, so much. I'm not so much amazed at it. I just was thinking that you were gonna have all your fans on there at the same time talking. <laughs> So it's just going to be like voice chatting. Yeah. So it's just like just one big open group chat where people can hear each other's voices and shit. I was like, that seems like it can get lawless. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. No. It's not no, like it'll that. It'll be a text chat for the most yeah. part. That's yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But see, it will right. be uh, awesome. So you guys are invited. You can yeah. We'll in. add you guys. You'll be in there. <laughs> hey, so um, let me get this straight. You send a message and then somewhere else, somewhere else they get that message. <laughs> <laughs> then they can send a message back. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Thank you to everyone for listening and coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. 
Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. Mm-hmm.